Hello and welcome to Extra Time in association with Sports Broker. Um, I am joined by Jordan Rhodes and David Hartrick of The Examiner and Opta. Uh, Jordan, if I start with you, I, I was just telling you um, a moment ago, I feel knackered after that game and I wasn't anywhere close to playing in it. Um, what once must the lads be feeling like after that 3-2 win against Blackburn? Yeah, really good. The scenes there in the changing room. Um, yeah, everybody's uh, very happy. And um, yeah, that's those are the games. Those are the the nights that you you know you you do get joy out of and playing as a footballer. The under the lights at uh, at the John Smith Stadium, uh, goals at, at both ends, entertainment. It's yeah, great night. Yeah, David, how did how did you see it going? Because uh, we were chatting before the game. We we sort of said. It's going to be a, a tough game on paper. Blackburn have just won 5-1 at the weekend, but you know, Town are playing some good football in spells as well. And, and we said Town need to start quick and, and they started quick from the first whistle and it didn't seem to stop until, what, the 96th, 7th, 8th minute it, it carried on going into? Yeah, I, I think that was a key thing. The energy that Town got into the game tonight, they've, they've struggled with that. Um, and I thought it was sort of quite noticeable how much more direct direct they were I think there was more crosses in the first sort of 15 minutes than there has been in the last couple of games and it was just a really entertaining game you know that's that's what we that's what we all want whether you're a town fan black fan fan or a neutral you want to come away having having been entertained but I think town had 13 shots in the game Blackburn had 13 shots in the game town on target much better much more positive Yeah, Jordan. What do you what do you think that sort of performance comes from? Do you think it is because the lads have missed out narrowly in in the past couple of games and will be frustrated with themselves and they've sort of used that energy and frustration to just come flying out of the blocks tonight? Um, it's hard to say. Quite possibly. Um, maybe with it being at home as well, that has a a slight uh, change of attitude. Um, a night game. Um, which obviously the last two games haven't been, but yeah, like you said, and, and like, like Dave said, I think after two losses, um, it was important tonight to come out with a, a reaction of some sort and to um, to put on that display and show great character after um, you know Blackburn equalised twice in the game, but to go on and get the winner as well at the end was uh, you know the icing on the cake, and the lads fully deserved it. Yeah, they, they did massively. It's an interesting point you, you mentioned there, the, the fact that it was an evening game and not a, a Saturday game at 3pm. Since the international break, sorry, the Saturday 3pm games, we've, we've not gotten the results in that we wanted to. But the last evening game we played was obviously the 3-0 win at Blackpool. Is there, is there a big difference then for a player between a, an evening game and a, and a midday game? Yeah, I always felt there was a bit of a difference. Sometimes there is a little bit of a um, an atmosphere change as well. And, you know, going back to the last home game against Knott's Forest, maybe we didn't necessarily put our front foot forward and, you know, we we didn't really give the fans anything to cheer about early doors. Um, and, you know, it was a bit of an uncertain atmosphere between yeah. the players and the fans. And that was completely different tonight. The fans were brilliant tonight and... You know, we gave them something to cheer about, but in the times that we needed a little bit of a lift and we needed to kick on again, like the time for the third goal, um, the fans were right there behind us. So it was just a, a great evening all round. Yeah, yeah, massively. So the atmosphere in here tonight was was electric, especially when 
you know, Blackburn equalised. I thought the reaction from the town fans to try and lift the team was was really um, when you know sometimes it, it it isn't that way around at some other clubs. So that's a, a real positive for for uh, Huddersfield playing here tonight. Might have been different if it was at Ewood Park. Um, Dave, one force change for town that, that might have slightly worked in the benefit um, because the the game was played so heavily on the deck was Alex Vallejo having to come in for Jonathan Hogg who is injured. Um, I thought he moved the ball really well. He worked seemed to work in tandem with with Lewis O'Brien quite nicely and and allowed Lewis to, to sort of bomb on a little bit more and, and spread those balls wide. Um, it's his sort of array of passing a, a strength to town that perhaps the, the team could play a little bit more on. Yeah, massively. I've um, I've said on the the town podcast and I, I put it in writing as well that I think on the ball he is one of the best players in the squad. I would think by his own admission, he'd tell you he's not necessarily one of the best athletes, but his his range of passing tonight was was excellent. And I think that, I think when you've got Jonathan Hogg, Jonathan Hogg does a, a certain job absolutely brilliantly. And I think there are other games where you can use Alex Vallejo to just, just pass it forward a little bit more and get on the front foot a little bit quicker. You can't do it against every team in the championship because you can leave yourself a little bit open. But tonight, yeah. it was it was almost perfect for him, that midfield. And I thought it was really good. And it, fingers crossed that injury isn't too bad. He, it, I, We've just done the press conference and, and Carlos Corbran said he's an important player and it really would be good to see him again at the weekend in that sort of form, really. Yeah, you uh, you touched on uh, his mobility and um, famously Pippa once called him uh, the tractor, uh, mm-hmm. which the town fans have now affectionately given him the nickname of. Well, is that the, the sort of player that um, Alex is in, in training, Jordan? Is he, is he constantly spraying balls around and, and showing that range of passing and, and you know really confident and, and silky on the ball as we saw tonight? Yeah, you could see from the first day that um, we came back training that his, his technical abilities there for all to see. Um, you know, he's he's very good at receiving it, uh, switching it, um, and you know, great to see him tonight to to get in and on the goals as well. It was he took it brilliantly. I didn't, I couldn't quite see from yeah. how far out um, as we didn't have a great angle, but it, it looked like a good bit away and took it right away in the corner. Um, and yeah, it's. Yeah, you could see, yeah, he's a great technician and um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets more goals this season as well. Yeah, it was a really well well taken goal, really sweetly hit and that's his first town goal, surprisingly. So it's it's not often yeah. that he finds himself in those areas to, to ping them in. Um, but that wasn't the only chance that town had in the, the first half. Lewis O'Brien hit the post, as Dave mentioned earlier, I think, and um, there was a, another couple of chances that they seemed to work from those cutbacks and, and working it wide and then just playing the ball in slightly quicker on the floor. Do you think that was a, a tactical tweak, Dave, that, that we've tried to make in response to perhaps the lack of openings in the past couple of games that we've, we've made an attack? Yeah, I think so. I think there was, to my eyes anyway, there was a, a push to just get Sorba Thomas to sort of five or ten yards higher up the pitch and get him facing the right way. Because um, the last couple of games, he's yeah. found himself pushed back by full-backs. And I think you saw tonight when he got his, his what's that, 400th assist of the season, something like that. Um, he is just such a, an impressive player when he's, when he's in full flow and when he, he's up against the fullback who he, he thinks he can get on toast. 
he really is. He really, he's just so impressive when he's confident like that. And the second goal, the cross, I thought was excellent. I thought was really, really good. His second assist, and that is the sort of ball that. I'm yeah. sure, Jordan, if you were playing in the middle, that's the sort of ball as a striker you're just licking your lips the minute it comes across. And to be honest with you, that's what Town needs to do more of from here because there's been lots of nice play and lots of decent exchanges, but we're 10 games into the season now. So things you can start to see patterns and things are getting serious. Town have got 16 points. They're averaging 1.6 points a game at the minute. They, they're pushing they're pushing on you know they're pushing on and if they can work these opportunities a little bit more and they get the likes of Jordan back fit etc there's there's reasons to be hopeful you know I said I did this show with you after Forest Rads and I said I couldn't get too yeah worked up about losing because this is the championship and town are going to lose 2-0 to a few teams this season but they're also going to do what they did tonight which is get on the front foot get three goals and everyone's going to go away with a massive smile on their face. Yeah, massively so, massively so. Um, the other point I wanted to make about Sarbo, sorry, was it was his first international call-up today for Wales. So when I, I spoke to him after the game live, he uh, he said it's probably one of the best days of his life. Um, Jordan, when when you were playing playing here the, the first time around, you obviously got called up to, to Scotland and, and you've scored for your country. Is that going to be an amazing feeling for Sober the fact that he's you know he's come from non-league he stepped into the championship that was his fifth and sixth assist of the season tonight and like Dave said two fantastic balls in and not the only ones because he, he created problems with with some other deliveries as well that we just didn't finish off how's he going to be feeling with that international call-up and the way he's playing at the minute yeah I'm sure his confidence is is sky high at the moment and that's just that international call-up's exactly the recognition that he deserves for his, his start to the season, the, the chances he's created, the assists he's got, the goal that he's he's got as well. Um, it's just a little extra, although he's getting so many pats on the back, it's that extra <laughs> little pat on the back um, to say that, you know, people at the highest level, uh, and that is the highest level, uh, are watching him and recognise the strength that he's got. And he can contribute to a Wales side that have not. It's not just any game. It's a it's a qualifying game. They're qualifying games. So, um, yeah, it'd be great to see um, him pull on the Wales shirt. And I'm sure every one of the squad, uh, the the fans and the club will be right behind him and uh, cheering him on for the upcoming qualifiers. Yeah, massively. So you um you mentioned pats on the back and and, and players that might deserve that and. I mentioned your first time at the club, so it's a neat point to come on to Danny War tonight, who scored two, including the winner. It wasn't just the goals for me. He worked tirelessly. I think he, he pressed from the front. I think he was chasing balls into to corners that you know other players might not have, have done and, and given up on. Is that a feature of his game that's always been there in the, in the sort of 10 years you've known him, John? Yeah, absolutely. That never-say-die attitude. Yeah, he's he's always been a really hard worker stays behind on the training field, does extra uh, finishing, um, crossing, passing, sprints. He, uh, he does it all. Um, and tonight, he got his just rewards for th that hard work. I, like you said there, I remember that little run in the, the start of the second half when he kind of chased down Danny Ayala just kind of to get a, a throw in for us in, a, in an attacking position. And um, that kind of set the, the tone for, a, for you know, the defenders were were worried about him and it was a constant threat all game. I was watching his movement first half. He was 
He was getting away from the two centre-halves. He was finding himself in between them both. Neither of them knew which one was marking him. And um, yeah, the, the goals, uh, you know, we mentioned Sorbus Cross, but Danny's still got to be there to, to get the movement and get on the end of it. And then the second as well, to get the winner, um, I think it's a harder chance than people might give him credit for. You know, in the eyes of a striker, when that ball kind of looped up from uh, Toff's header, um, they must, you know, it feels like an eternity before that ball comes back down again. But for him to uh, to generate the power in the direction to get it into the goal uh, past the keepers, um, yeah, it was a really, really good header and one that he won't um, get as much credit for as he will do the first. But the second one's a great header as well. Both of his finishes, I, I thought, were really... So do you think it's sort of that reading of the game, that extra experience he's got, is um, is something that's going to serve him well this season in front of goal? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so. It was, I think, like Jordan said, the second one is a far harder chance than people give it credit for. And it, you've got to understand that it's his intelligence and experience that has got him into that position to be in the right place for that header coming back across goal. So... Yeah, I, I think he's he's definitely going to uh, he's definitely going to kick on from here. But one thing that was quite noticeable tonight from Town is that they got players closer to him because he's yeah. been working so hard this season to hold the ball up to try and make things happen. But it's very very difficult when you haven't got anyone near you. And tonight it was you had sort of Sonani, Karoma, Thomas at times all coming a little bit more central to help him out. And you saw the benefit of it tonight. You saw what it brought from him. And his you could see when the first goal went in, his confidence just went through the roof. And that that's we just hope when he scored at the back end of last season against the it was Coventry here, it was just too late in the season to sort of really push him on. And you sort of look at Saturday's game and you think, oh, please get another. <laughs> please get another and, and let's really go on from here. Yeah, I, this, I think if we, we tried to go through every player that played well tonight, we'd be here for another hour. So I'm not going to do that to both of you because, you know, you could roll them off. Tom Lee's again, really solid in the middle of that back three. Matty Pearson as well. Thought he was, he was really well with how he marshaled with... You know, the pace that, that Blackburn have on the sides, him and Naby Saab, you know, dealt with that really well. You know, we should probably touch on how well Britton Diaz played as well with his two goals and, and Blackburn's um, input into the competition. John, you've obviously played for, for both sides. You, you went from town to Blackburn. Um, how were, how are they going to react and, and how will they be feeling? Because they, they were more than part of this contest and they would feel that, you know, they were owed a point at the very least, if not three from the way they played. Yeah, I think even before the game, it was well documented that they they can score goals. They've got goals in the team. Uh, they're a threat pretty much from all over the pitch. Um, Dolan up front, uh, Gallagher, uh, Brereton Diaz. Um, they're they're going to be a threat this year. They're going to score a lot of goals. You can see the goal difference that they're on at the moment. They're very capable of of turning teams over three, fours and five. So when they get going. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be, you know, uh, there'll be the manager being a centre-half and probably more concerned about the three that they've conceded as opposed to the two that they've scored. But I'm sure that, you know, we're, we're chasing them. I think we're on level points now. So I'm sure um, the manager will be OK with the, their points returned so far um, and they'll dust themselves down to try and get a decent result before the uh, the international break, as we all are. Um, Dave, 
we're taking this performance and this result into the weekend at Luton. We'll obviously speak about that more on, on the preview show in a few days' time. But what the what the town have to keep from this performance going to Kenilworth Road? What are the good points that town have to build on to ensure another positive result at the weekend? For me, it's the attacking positivity. Town have always been very sharp at the back um, this season. They there's only really the Fulham game that has has, has been the outlier. Um, They've got plenty to build on there, but it, it is about getting people close to Danny Ward. It is about being nice and positive and taking a few risks. And it is about, I think, getting somebody next to Lewis um, in midfield. So if Alejo's not fit, it's probably going to fall down to either Holmes or Scott High, who is willing to, to pass it forward and get going really, really quickly. Because what was so pleasing tonight, like I said before, was just the energy, just the speed at which they transitioned through the phases was just, we've not seen that enough from town and yet they're still sat here in an excellent position, still sat here seventh. It's just that it's the fine tuning. If they can take that forward, Luton are a dangerous side. So it's going to be a difficult game. And Luton are quite similar to Blackburn in that they've got goals in them and when they're good, they're really, really good. But if you get them on an off day, they tend to lose quite badly. So it's, it's, an opportunity it's an opportunity and yeah just take that attacking positivity be bold be brave and go for it but i think you summed it up to be honest with you Raj, when you said start fast just start fast you know don't don't okay. give them a head start just go for it yeah that was a, a big difference tonight and one that i'm sure that the lads will want to be continuing into jordan i'm, I'm gonna let you go in a minute but i've just got two very quick questions for you <laughs> Um, one thing that I wanted to touch on from tonight's game, because it's the, the first time I think it's happened in the match that Town been involved in, we had a concussion substitution for the first time and, you know, running the Twitter and everything, there was some confusion over the fact that both teams made the four subs in, in three changes and what have you, but that seemed like a, a really positive thing for the sport and for the, the health of the players, especially, with, you know, with the Niam, I think it was, who took a, a knock to the head very early on, Blackburn were able to replace him and, and weren't tempted to keep him on the pitch when you know in in the past they might have done that early into a game is that something as a, as a player that you're um you're, you're sort of welcome um into the game and, and sort of gives you an extra layer of, of sort of comfort and um and support yeah absolutely first of all yeah it is a it, it's a sensible um decision that everybody's made it absolutely makes sense um, you can see the logic in it um and it's good that both teams do and get penalised and punished as a result of it. And um, second of all, I, I've managed to play with Ryan Niambi back in the day uh, at Blackburn. I was fortunate enough to play with him when he made his debut and I saw him before the game. So, yeah, hopefully that he, uh, his concussion um, isn't too bad. He can recover quite quickly um, and he's not in too much of a distress tonight as a result of that. But yeah, it absolutely makes sense for teams not to be penalised as a result of concussion. Um it kind of takes the, you know, the, the the thinking and the logic out out of the game. Really, it just it just makes complete sense for this for this thing to happen. And um, yeah, I think we're all very glad that it is. And that's good to hear. And, and just finally, before I, I let you go, while I have you, your own injury, just briefly, how is that progressing? When can we expect to see you back in the town shirt? Because the way we're flying forward at the minute, it'd be nice to see you on the end of a few of these crosses as well. Oh, I'd love to be out there nights like tonight. No, absolutely I would. But um, no, been really encouraging this last week or so. Um, you know, I've really been encouraged by the work that 
you know the physios and the um, the sports scientists have, have, have put into me this last week and tomorrow's the first day that I'm actually going to be um, running on the grass uh, oh excellent so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because I've felt for the last six weeks I've been um, I've been watching what I've been eating <laughs> and not been able to do anything or eat anything because I didn't want to put on any weight or anything so now that I can actually do a bit of physical exercise and um, yeah uh, try and you know enjoy enjoy my days, get a bit of work out of it, and, and feel like I'm, I'm an athlete again. Oh, that's excellent news. I'm, I'm glad to hear it, and uh, I'm sure town fans are as well. But it's been a been a great night here in Huddersfield. It's a, a brilliant win, and uh, with the smiles on our faces, I'm sure you you know the way the result went for us tonight. Uh, I think we'll we'll sleep well after that game as well. Um, we'll obviously be back with the the preview show for Luton in a few days' time. That one is sold out, unfortunately, so you won't be able to come down to that one. But, you know, listen to the preview show. We've got the, the audio and I follow as well. But thank you, Jordan, for your, your time and, and Dave as well. And uh, thank you to Sports Broker for sponsoring. And uh, we'll speak to you soon.